Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance Podcast, brought to you by itaponline.com. This is officially our last episode of this second season. Now, my name is Hilary Marie. I'm your host, and I'm here to support you in your tap dance journey by helping you achieve your tap dance goals, whatever they may be. Now, if you are a longtime listener, welcome back. Do me a favor and share today's episode with a friend. Go ahead and listen through and share it with a friend that you think would really love to dive into this episode. Now, if you're a new listener, then welcome. Be sure to subscribe so you can get notified every time a new episode goes live. Now, last week's episode was all about improvisation. It was all of your improv questions answered. Literally, over 300 questions about improvisation were sent my way, and I sorted through them, and I answered them all in last week's episode. Now, this week's episode is a part two that piggybacks off of last week's episode. If you haven't already, then I recommend that you hit pause and go back to season two, episode 16, and listen to that episode in its entirety. So today's episode, our last episode of the season, is a bit out of the norm. Today, I'm going to take an excerpt from an Improve Your Improv workshop that I taught for ITAP members live on Zoom in August of 2021, and I'm going to share the audio with you. Now, this is different from my Improve Your Improv course that I discussed in Season 2, Episode 16, which ITAP members also have access to in the ITAP Online Member Center. Now, the entirety of this live Zoom workshop is almost two hours in length, and I'm going to share an excerpt of about the first 30 minutes with you. If fear is something that's holding you back in your improvisation, whether that's fear of not knowing enough steps or fear of not being good enough, or fear of falling off beat, fear of being overwhelmed and not knowing where to start, then you'll find parts of this excerpt especially helpful. Now, you don't need to have your tap shoes on to enjoy this workshop excerpt, because for the first part of this class, we spend a lot of time talking about improvisation in depth. You'll also notice that I'm reading commentary from ITAP members as it comes into the chat box. Now, ITAP members can catch the replay of this whole workshop in its entirety in the ITAP Online Member Center under Zoom class replays. ITAP members can also dive into my structured Improve Your Improv course that is available in the ITAP Online Member Center under Courses. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this 30-minute excerpt from my Improve Your Improv workshop. So to kick this off, I always love starting an improv workshop with my definition of improvisation as it applies to tap dance, all right? My definition of improvisation as it applies to tap dance. And that definition is, and again, this is mine, this is my Hilary Marie's definition of improvisation as it applies to tap dance, all right? So this is mine, and that is the art of staying present and physically manifesting your musical thoughts, okay? So that is the art of staying present and physically manifesting your musical thoughts. So to kick this off, I want you to jump in the chat 
And when I say staying present, what does that mean to you? What does that mean? What comes to mind in tap dance or whatever it is, when I say that we're talking about tap dance improvisation, staying present, what does that mean to you in that moment? Ooh, Jeanette says being engaged, mind, body, and soul. Come on, yes. In the moment, attention, letting go, focused, keeping time, hearing and feeling the music, listening to the music, listening, listening, feeling, engaging, hearing, being in the moment, staying focused. Yeah, guys, when we're present, it means that we're in it, right? You can, and being in it means a lot of different things. It's not just listening. It's not just hearing. It's, it's, oh, it, it's about being so invested in what is happening right now, okay? It's not about having your mind in something else. It's not what comes next. What should I do? What should I not do? Are they looking at me? Am I looking at them? Did I forget to clap? I forgot to clap, right? It's not about that, right? It's about just being present. In June's over here laughing. She's been there, <laughs> right? So you wanna you wanna make sure that you are fully present and you're you're just existing right there within that moment. Now, when I say physically manifesting your musical thoughts, what comes to mind for you on that? Physically manifesting your musical thoughts. What does that mean? Laying it all out there, not holding back, not second guessing, putting the music in your feet. Yes, Annette. Doing what's in your head, representing the rhythms that you hear with your feet. Nice. Saying what you feel with your body, with your whole body. Ooh, say what you feel. Come on, with the body. Letting the music flow out of your feet. Tapping it out. The sounds and the move you make is the music. Embodiment. Tapping used as a musical instrument, not necessarily a technique. Since musicality is my weakness, I draw a complete blank on this. That's okay. That's all right. It's totally okay. Collaboration with instrumentalists actually doing it with your feet. All right, guys, so when it comes to physically manifesting your musical thoughts, what I, got, what I want you guys to really take away from this concept and this idea is that you are, let me go back a second. No, let me keep going there. Physically manifesting your musical thoughts. You have a musical thought here. It's here. Everything is flowing. It's in your mind. It is in your head. And the goal is to get it out into your feet, right? The goal is to get it from here to here. And what happens is there's often a line of disconnect. There's a miscommunication from the head to the toes, right? I see a lot of nodding heads at the moment. And it's like, you know that you, you're like, that's not what I thought was going to come out. That's not what I asked for. That's not, that looks so much better in my mind, right? <laughs> so I really want you guys to connect to this idea of physically manifesting your musical thoughts in the sense that tap dance, your feet are the instrument that you are going to use through the art of improvisation to bring your musical thoughts to life. How do we feel about this? Type in the chat. Are we, are we resonating with this? Are you connecting with what I'm saying here, right? This is an instrument that you're going to play for the purpose of bringing everything that's up here, all those beautiful, beautiful musical thoughts to life, okay? 
Cool. All right. We're resonating with this. We're connecting with this. All right, guys, when you connect with the fact that your feet are the instrument that bring your musical thoughts to life, so much of what gets in our way in terms of improvisation, it just dis it disappears. It just goes. It's gone. It's into the ether. All right. So that's one of the things that I really want you guys to just remind yourself. It's about being present and physically manifesting your musical thoughts. Meaning, if your thoughts stray from the musical aspect of it, then you've strayed and we have to bring it back in, okay? You know what I mean? If your thoughts are going to any of that stuff of like, are they watching me? Ooh, I messed up. Ooh, I shouldn't have done that, right? We've strayed, we're no longer present and we're no longer physically manifesting our musical thoughts. Right there, then it's just all the things in your mind that are swirling, all right? So the next thing that I wanna do is um, who loves improv? I mean love, like who loves it? Type in the chat and be like, me, I love improv. If you don't love it yet, I'm not talking to you yet. I'll talk to you shortly, all right? I wanna know if you love it, if you're like me, this. Oh yes, Valeria's like me, this is all me. Faye loves improv. That's what I'm talking about. All right, type in the chat if you're like, I love improv, I love this thing so freaking much. Donna, Laura, Laura says, I love it in other styles, but I'm intimidated when tap dancing. Laura, I'm gonna give you everything you need today to love it just as much in other art forms. Let's go. We're gonna fall in love with improv today. Jenna said, love it, but not very good at it. Ah, we're gonna scrap that second half of that sentence, my friend. You love it, you love it. That's what this is about. Uh, and June says it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're like, that's me. All right, we're gonna turn it into all love today, friends, all love. All right, type in the chat and share what you love about it. Why? For those of you who love improvisation, why do you love it so much? What aspect of it do we love so much? Type in the chat, let's go, let's go. Why do we love improv so, so much? And I'll share with you shortly why I love improv so much, all right? Freedom, ooh, yes. It's freedom. It's the freedom that choreography cannot give you, friends. It's the freedom that technique doesn't have to offer you when you're just shedding your technique. Emotional release from Hallie. Ooh, oh, oh, the chat is rolling. Hold up, hold up, let me go back. Being a musician in a conversation, yes. You get to have a conversation when it comes to improvisation, whether that conversation is with your audience, whether that conversation is with another tap dancer, whether that conversation is with the music, or whether that conversation is with yourself, all right? You are talking, and you get to have a beautiful, in-depth, emotional conversation that's just, ooh, it's so good. Donna says, I stop overthinking. Ooh, where'd it go? I stop overthinking and dance, yeah. Being in the present, mm-hmm. You know, for a lot of people, improvisation is very meditational. For me, it's very much that, you know? And, and it's that peaceful, um, that peaceful release of just being there and existing within that time frame and enjoying that which I'm doing. And that says, the more I do it, I know I will become a better dancer. It's true, it's a beautiful form of practice. Faye says, it scares me when I'm not present, but when I do it, it feels good to play music with others. And I think there are a lot of people who probably toe that line of, it scares me a little. I'm a little scared, I'm a little nervous about this thing, but I love it, I love it. 
but I'm a little bit nervous. And I think there are a lot of people in here who toe that line. So personally, I love improvisation because it's, um, and, and actually, let me tell you this. I used to be terrified of improvisation. Absolutely terrified. It was something that I, I, I'd be like in the circle, like, you know, I like trying to keep cool, you know, trying to like be calm about it. And then in my head, I'm like, Paradiddle, 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 stomp, stomp, dig, sprinkle, toe. Okay, I can start with that. Ready? Paradiddle, 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 dig, sprinkle, toe. Oh man, I forgot it. I changed it. Paradiddle, paradiddle, shag it. Like, and you know, you're just like there in the circle. You are not present. You're just scared in your thoughts and you're trying to survive. <laughs> Who's been there? Raise your hand, right? So, oh, yep, the chat's rolling. Everybody's saying, that's me. <laughs> so I, I say this to tell you, I used to be you. And I'm on the other side of it where I love improvisation so much. It's actually, when I perform, it's all that I do. You know, I went from being a choreographed soloist who would never in my dreams think that I would take an improvised solo to now improvising two hour concerts, you know, two hour duet concerts with a musician that I never met until that day. So, and, and when I say I went from there to there, it wasn't like it took me 15 years to get there. It wasn't that. It was, it was unlocking um, something that was keeping me from moving forward, from being stuck in my mind and in my heart. It was just unlocking the door and being able to push forward beyond that. So I say that to say, I empathize with you and I've been there. And now that I'm on the other side, all I can say is this side looks real good and you guys should come on over and I'm going to, I'm going to give you what you need to come on over to this side and to feel real good about it. All right. So for those of you who do not love improvisation yet, you catch what I'm saying? You don't love it yet. Type in the chat and tell me why. Be honest. Let's go. Be real. Even if you're like, this sounds ridiculous, but I can't believe I'm saying it. I, I want you to say it. Let's go. Because I guarantee somebody else in this room feels like you. And it's important for people to know that they are not alone in their feelings. All right. So let's go. We've got nerves. Mm, who gets nervous? You're all nervous in it. And you're like, oh, I don't like that feeling. You're trying to work through it. Jeanette says, I want to love it, but I literally have no experience. Oh, then you're, you're in like a way better position than a lot of other people. If you've never improvised before, my friends, you are in a good spot. All right. Because, because you're just going to get like the, the best introduction to improvisation possible today. All right. So you are, you are in a good, good place. If you have improvised before, no worries. We're going to go ahead and we're going to push it. We're going to push it to the next level. All right, here it says, worried my feet are not making the sounds that I want to make. All right, so that, 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 that worry, that fear, that voice in your head that's like, ooh, that's not what I asked you to do. And you know, part of that has to do with clearing the path of communication. Here it says, getting stuck, going from head to feet, right? All right, let's see, never done it before. Oh, then you're good. Guys, if you've never done it before, you're like my favorite people to teach improvisation to. It's just the best. When you've never improvised before, oh, just wait. Because I can tell you, we're in a Zoom room full of people that have improvised before, and they were introduced 
in the most terrifying of ways for most people. You know, it was like they were thrown into a jam session, they were thrown on stage and they had to improvise and they were like, what is going on, right? So um, that happens to a lot of people. So if you've never improvised before, I want you to know that that's cool. That's totally good. And you're gonna get what you need today to move forward and practice. Kate says, I really like structure and I get stage fright. All right, so it's that fear of people watching you. And when it comes to structure, a lot of times the reason that we like structure is because structure provides us with certainty. And where there's certainty, we have a little bit more confidence going into something. All right, here it says, I do love it, but I also get stuck with thinking outside the box with different steps and that stresses me out. All right, so there are people who love improv, but they just feel stuck. They're repeating the same things. Um, they find that they, they feel like they're not moving forward and they're just hitting a wall. And it's um, it's not an emotional wall, it's a tap dance wall where they're just like, I, I'm still repeating myself over and over again, right? All right, let's see. Fear that I'm not keeping the beat. All right, so fear of losing time. What else? Scrolling here. Not enough confidence and not enough confidence comes with fear of something. Let's see, fear that I don't know enough steps or that I'll be off the music. Worried that I'm going to stuff up and not be good enough. Oh man, yeah, there are a lot of people that feel that, man. I don't speak very well with my feet. I have a basic vocabulary. Robin, I can tell you that if you know how to write your ABCs, we're gonna be writing words, we're gonna be writing sentences, and those sentences are gonna be meaningful, all right? That's what it's about overthinking and losing the sense of rhythm. Um, here it says, I think a lot of it is social pressure. As I grew up, I learned to be afraid. I didn't have that when I was younger. Yeah, that's real. You know, as we grow older, um, we just, we have this baggage of, of stuff that follows us in terms of social pressure and, and that's real. All right, so to all of this information, you guys, you know, what I wanna say is if you feel like you don't know enough steps, I'm gonna tell you all you need are toes and heels. Like toes, heels, flaps, shuffles, cramp rolls, paradiddles, we're good, you know? And that, that's advanced, all right? That's if you wanna get advanced with your improvisation. If you just want some basic stuff, like toe, toe, heel, give me one heel, one heel, and, and we're, gonna we're gonna be cruising, all right? So I assure you that so long as this is not your first day tap dancing ever, you know more than enough steps. And if today is your first day tap dancing ever, let's go. All you need to do is drop that heel, all right? Um, but all that to say, you absolutely know enough steps, so I need you to release that from your mind. That is no longer real. That is not a valid fear in this room. If your fear is of people judging you and things like that, then what I'd like you to do, I want you to release that now too as well because tap dance is an individual journey, all right? We're all in different places. We're all moving forward together, but, but individually. And that's the beautiful thing about improvisation is it's something that really harnesses the concept of this individual journey aspect, right? When you're performing a group piece of choreography, you are one of a whole. And you know, if you're not clean, it can mess somebody else up, blah, 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 right? You know, this is individual, this is you. You are in the right place at the right time and you are moving forward at the right speed simply because you are yourself in tap shoes, all right? I know that sounds very like, really? Yes, really, I'm telling you that, okay? And I know that not a lot of people will tell you that, but that's the truth. This is an individual journey and it's all about where you are now and you are in the right place. You know, if you feel like you get stuck 
you're like, I keep hitting this wall, I'm repetitive, I'm not pleased with my improvisation, then what I'm gonna do is give you some exercises that are gonna help just get you out of your out of your box, all right? You know, your, your box is here, and it's a big box. It's a good box. It has served you well, but now you want to expand that box, and I'm going to give you some exercises that are going to go ahead and help you with that. If you feel like confidence is a challenge, then what I'm going to say is confidence comes with clarity and clarity comes with understanding and understanding comes with practice and with time, all right? So you have to understand that a lot of the people that you admire the most in terms of improvisation, they didn't just come out the gate like that. You know, they, they, put, in, they put in some practice, they put in some time, they found themselves and you have that same exact opportunity available for yourself as well. So if confidence is something that you struggle with, it's a matter of just putting in the time on the floor. Put those shoes on and practice. Don't allow confidence to prevent you from practicing, right? We're not over here training to do a two hour solo improv show right now, okay? We're just, we're just getting ready to, I wanna give you everything that you need to stand on your tap floor by yourself and have a good jam. That's it, right? It's not that, it's not that big. So, you know, I want you to release that from yourself as well. And if you have a fear of falling off the beat or something, guys, I mean, what, what's gonna happen if you fall off the beat? Is that it? I'm gonna take your tap shoes away. You don't get to dance anymore. You're done. You're out of the tap community. You fell off beat. What? Guys, come on. Like, let that go. You know, we've all fallen off beat. Literally, physically. My weight change has been in the wrong spot, and I've been and I thought my right foot was available and it wasn't. And I was like, ooh, surprise, it's not. Okay? And that's that's okay, you know? That's and that's part of being present. You, you, you know, you're present and you're like, ooh, all right. And you know what? I look at those opportunities um, of messing up in my improv. <laughs> I just laugh about it at this point. What is messing up in improv anyway? What does that even mean that you messed up? You know, so I, I want you guys to just release these ideas from yourself because we've drilled them into ourselves. Why? Because we're dancers and dancers, we're like perfectionists. You know, we're the type of people who we sign up to take a class where you will not get complimented. You will only get corrected. And, and we love it. And we're like, yes, give me more, <laughs> right? We're like, give me more corrections. I want to grow. I want to do better, right? So we're in this, we're in this headspace where we're like, oh yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. And all the things that you do well, we ignore. Where you're like, yeah, I'm good enough at that. I'm good. I got that. I got that. I got that. But this, this one time, I fell off the beat. Awful, right? Don't treat yourself that way. All right. So. Let's go ahead, let's move on. So we've talked about the definition of improvisation. We've talked about loving it. We've talked about not loving it yet. Next thing that I would like to talk to you guys about is a book. It's a new book that I've been reading, new, new, new to me. It's not a new book, <laughs> it's new to me. And that book is Effortless Mastery, okay? Effortless Mastery by Kenny Werner. Effortless Mastery, Kenny Werner. I will type it in the chat, one second, Effortless Mastery, Kenny Werner. 
And this is a beautiful book about all things improvisation. You know, it's geared towards musicians, but remember we already talked about the definition of improvisation, being present and physically manifesting your musical thoughts. We're treating our feet as the instrument that's going to bring our musical thoughts to life. So this book is so relevant to you. And I would like to read a specific part of this book to you, because I think it's going to speak to a lot of what was rolling in the chat. And then we'll, we'll be getting to dancing shortly. But before we do, it's so important to work on your mind and your heart when it comes to improvisation. Because remember, we're physically manifesting our musical thoughts and we're staying present. If you're not present, then you're not able to physically manifest your musical thoughts. You can be present and not physically manifest any of your musical thoughts. Or maybe you don't have the musical thoughts right now because your mind is swirling with other things, right? So it's important when it comes to improvisation, it's not just about putting your shoes on, standing on your floor, and just practicing. A lot of it has to do with what's up here, all right? So that's why we spend time speaking and talking about improvisation. So I want you to know that that is important. And if that's something that you skip, and you're like, man, I don't need that. I just need an exercise. Then I'm, I'm telling you that's getting in the way of your dancing. You don't think it is, but I promise you one of the challenges that you are facing in your dancing is that you're not opening yourself up to what's up here. All right, so here we go. This says fear of inadequacy causes you to ignore the ideas that want to come naturally. They seem too obvious or not hip enough but they are in fact the right stuff. Trapped in thought, you cannot groove. As soon as we reflect, deliberate, and conceptualize, the original unconscious is lost and a thought interferes. A thought interferes. Ooh, think about that. This says, remember that fear of sounding bad robs the music of all its strength. Believing that playing is a difficult, painful process, we shun anything that seems easy. If I tell you right now that improvisation is easy, do you believe me right now? You're like, I see, I see the face. You're like, she lies. I'm not lying. Guys, improv is easier than a regular tap class. Improv is easier than learning a piece of choreography. Improv is easier than learning how to do wings. Stop lying to yourself and telling yourself that it's so hard, all right? All right, so here we go, continuing. This is, this is a good one. Guys, if I could read, like sit and read this whole book to you, I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat, but I'm just doing little excerpts here. So this says, in your delusion, you think that you must know 85 styles of music, but the fact is that I have never heard any player of note who plays in any style but his own. Have you? It may not be an original style, but it is the style that he has embraced. You may think that you can never repeat yourself, but jazz is not total improvisation. And by jazz, he's talking about jazz music. And it's important to know that jazz music and tap dance go hand in hand, historically, culturally. They are very much related to each other. Tap dance is the black American dance. Jazz music is the black American music, all right? And the way that we actually approach improvisation in tap dance is heavily, heavily based on jazz music culture, all right? That's how we've trained ourselves to approach improvisation and tap dance. 
All right, so here it says, if you listen to any great improviser, from Art Tatum to Charlie Parker to John Coltrane, you will notice that they always repeat themselves. Transcribe their solos, and you'll find that they are always playing the same lines. Sometimes they are even playing the same things in the same place. The improvisational aspect is just the juxtaposition of those phrases, but the notes within the phrase are often the same. I want you to think about that. The notes are often the same. There aren't that many notes. Guys, there are not that many musical notes. There aren't that many tap steps. You get where I'm coming from here? All right, next. As they, oh, where is it? Ah, all right, the improvisational aspect is the juxtaposition of those phrases, but the notes within the phrases are often the same. As they are not afraid of doing this, it comes out as their voice rather than sounding repetitive. Don't be afraid to play the phrases you know. Those are the ones that groove. Conversely, all the great improvisers say that when you take a chance, leave fear behind and go with the flow, so to speak, you will usually land on your feet. Fear either doesn't allow you to take a chance or if you do, it makes you falter. I am not a skier, but I imagine that when Olympic skiers make those huge jumps, they better not flinch or else we might see two upside down feet with skis on them sticking up out of the snow. <laughs> All right, what, are you, what of that that I read is really sitting with you right now? Type in the chat. And again, I'd read you the whole freaking book if I could, I would. I would do it if I could. I should ask him if he has a, an audio book. If not, I'll volunteer to read it. <laughs> what's, what's really resonating with you in terms of what's been read? He talked about a lot of things. He talked about fear, fear of messing up, fear of being repetitive. He talked about having your own voice and embracing that. He talked about how that fear um, gets in the way of the good stuff. It gets in the way of the good things that are sitting and that are available to you, right? That doesn't mean you should choreograph four phrases and call them improvisation, all right? Pause there, that's not what this means, right? But there are only so many tap dance steps. Let's be real about that. And it's not about the step itself, it's the way that it's weaved. It's that juxtaposition of the phrase itself. And we're gonna talk about that. It's okay to do the same thing. Lots of light bulbs, just go for it. Modular, stuff doesn't have to be hard, but can be said well and developed. Keep it simple. Repeating yourself is okay, I love it. It's definitely a mental block for me. Repeat your favorites. It's so true that there's this sense in my brain that improv has to be genius or clever or smart. I don't trust that what I can do, that what comes out of me is genuine and good. And guys, who's, who's to say that it's not awesome and, and, and beautiful and smart and genuine and good? Let's think about that word genuine. If you're being super present and you're physically manifesting your musical thoughts, how can you be anything but genuine? It's not possible. There's nothing, like if you're, if you're checking those boxes, there's nothing but there to be genuine, to be filled with joy. Joy to have the opportunity to, to just put your shoes on and make music. Changing the mindset of repetition of steps is not repetitive, but it could be your voice. Actually, there's one, I think there was one more thing I wanted to read in this. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Ah, yes, there was one more. All right, being afraid will interrupt the flow from the brain to the heart to the feet. Yes, 
Clear the fear, my friends. What are you afraid of? You're not even an Olympic skier. Come on. There's no injury on the other side of your improv. There's nothing to fear. Just have fun. Whatever you decide to put out there is your voice, even if it repeats. Tanya, my friend, say it louder for the people in the back. Whatever you say is your voice. Come on, think of that. Would you have ever thought to yourself, I have a voice in tap dance? I have a voice in improvisation, right? People think, oh, I don't have that. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that. I don't, that's not me. What? We all have a voice. There's always an idea that I've said to self is that I know how other people tap dance, but not how I tap dance. What is my style? More importantly, what's your voice, right? Here it says improv can be simple. It doesn't have to be complex. Absolutely. It's funny that I think my improv has to be something great, but when I listen to masters doing improv, I find I'm pulled into the sound, the music and the feet. Guys, what is great? What is the definition of great other than the fact that you're making music? Come on. It's, it's guaranteed to be great, plain and simple. All right, so here's the last thing I wanted to share with you. He says, just before I play, I like to feel that no one has ever played the piano before, that I am in complete virgin territory, and that every note I play is the most beautiful sound that I have ever heard. In fear we expect, with love we accept. Oh. Could you imagine if every time you put your tap shoes on to jam, that you treated it as if every sound that came out of your foot is the most beautiful sound that you ever heard? What? That's what we're about to do, friends. All right, putting the book down. It's time for us to begin. Now we dance. Let's go. Let's stand up. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this excerpt from my Improve Your Improv workshop. ITAP members can access the full-length replay of this workshop in the ITAP Online Member Center under Zoom Class Replays, and I also recommend that ITAP members dive into the Improve Your Improv course, also available in the ITAP Online Member Center under Courses. So my friends, this marks the end of season two here at the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself just as much as I did. It is my greatest joy to talk all things tap dance and to share my top tap dance tips and tricks with you. I really strive to help tap dancers and tap teachers all around the world achieve their tap dance goals. I want to help you be the best tap dancer that you can be. I want to help you be the best tap teacher that you can be. And you have my gratitude and thanks for supporting the podcast and for listening in. I'm wishing you all the best, and we can look forward to season three in the new year. And ITAP members, I'll be looking forward to sharing many, many more shuffles with you in the ITAP Online Member Center. Hey, hey, real quick, if you want more free tap dance tips and tricks, go to itaponlinecommunity.com to join our free itaponline community Facebook group. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at itaponline and follow me on Instagram at Hillary Marie Tap, H I L L A R Y M A R I E T A P. 
Now, if you're ready to achieve your tap dance goals, whatever those may be, and you want access to my best tap dance content, then head over to itaponline.com trial for two free weeks of unlimited access to everything that the ITAP Online Member Center has to offer. That is two free weeks of live Zoom classes, Q&A chats, Zoom class replays, all of my courses, which include Tap Dance 101, Historical Choreo, Improve Your Improv, Fast Feet and Phrasing, Rhythm Training for Tap Dancers, and more, and direct access to me for mentorship, guidance, and feedback. Be sure to go to itaponline.com trial for two free weeks of unlimited access to the ITAP Online Member Center, and you'll have instant access to my best tap dance tips and tricks. 